Hey guys, it's Deborah. So I want to talk about um, the book of Daniel, the book of Revelation, and some other really cool tie-ins. This is a very fun and interesting video. Um, there's some things I wanted to talk about that I've talked about in the past, some mysteries, some tie-ins that will also um, connect to our status today, like where we are today with the war and everything. And um, just stay tuned. It is interesting and there's a lot of connections. I had some things that mysteries and different things, revelations, I feel like God gave me, but there were missing pieces. And I just um, was watching a channel called The Bible Architect, and I will link his video. Um, and it was just, it added some clarity or just some new revelation to the missing pieces. So I'm going to combine his study. Um, I gleaned from his study in this, in a couple of his videos, and I'm going to add it to this, the information that I had from before. And yeah, it's going to tie into where we are right now with war and the raptor and all this stuff. So it's really, really interesting. Um, he seems like a cool guy. I don't know all of his stuff, so I can't vouch for everything he says. Please, every video that, like every channel that you watch, pray about it, you know, and don't just believe everything. But he seems really, really um, sincere and his information is really, really um, interesting and insightful and seems like, you know, led by the Holy Spirit for the most part. So yeah, I will link his video. I don't always remember to link videos. I don't always remember to, you know, give all the credit to everybody. So sorry about that. That's not something that I'm always going to remember to do, but this guy I've linked. So there you go. <laughs> so anyway, it's going to tie in the four living creatures with the four beasts of revelation. This is kind of like the study and the connections. And then it's going to tie into where we are right now with the kingdoms that we have going on right now. So let's get into the video. So we all know that when we see the lion, we think of the United Kingdom. That's kind of like their animal symbol. And um, yeah, so UK lion. And when we think of the United States, we think of the eagle, majestic eagle, UK lion, US eagle. Let's just get that straight. Can I just like um, pause for a second and just, why, why is Canada the beaver? I mean, I'm Canadian. Like, so you got the majestic eagle, you got the majestic lion. This is, this is the best. This is what we, we went for. I mean, look at his, I mean, just, ugh. anyway, I, I was, I was, I'm like, who, what's our animal? You know, this, this is it. This is who we got. But I choose to believe it's the majestic moose. All right, it's a moose is still not the best of the best, but they're pretty cool. So I'm going to say it's a moose because why? Why Why does it have to be the beaver? Come on, guys. So let's read out of Daniel 7, um, verse 4. It says, The first was like a lion and had eagle's wings. I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked off, and it was lifted up from the earth and made stand up and made stand upon the feet as a man, and a man's heart was given to it. So I don't pretend to have all the answers, but you see there's a lion. It was given eagle's wings, but the eagle's wings, or it had eagle's wings, and they were plucked off, and it was made to stand, um, and it was made to stand upon its feet as a man, and the man's heart was given to it. Now, the Bible architect talks about believing there is something to do with um, the it being a good beast, a good entity, this, this beast at first, um, given a man's heart, he relates it to the having majority of Christians in these nations in the UK and the US. Um, and he talks about that kind of stuff. So, you know, I'll link his video, like I said. Um, but 
the one thing that I noticed was like that the wings were plucked off and it's almost like, uh, you know, the US would be the eagle's wings. It was taken out of the UK, which would be the lion, and it was made to stand kind of on its own. So they were separated, whereas Canada has kept their link to um, England, to the UK, we've kept that tie more so. Um, so whereas the US, you know, it was plucked off, they were separated, but they are like kind of one beast. They are one beast still. Um, so that was something that I obviously knew is that the UK being the lion, the US being the eagle, they're kind of one, but they're separated. And um, he gives, the Bible architect will give a little extra thing, um, little interpretation there for what he's noticing with that. But um, I think that's really important to see that the first beast, um, and I'll go into the history of what people believe the beasts were already that they've already happened but clearly it's prophetic and i'll explain why but that just shows that uh, they were linked they were plucked off and stand on their own so i feel like that just describes to me the uk and and the us in our modern world obviously when you hear a bear you think of russia it's just everybody thinks that and then you have the second beast and it says and behold another beast a second like to a bear and it raised up itself on one side and it had three ribs in the mouth of it between the teeth of it and they said thus unto it arise devour much flesh so um again uh, most of us have thought the bear was the second beast but one part of it that the bible architect or a couple parts he ties into that i want to share that i gleaned from his um bible study which was really really cool was related to actually samson in judges but let me first say he had three ribs in his mouth. So if the first beast is gone, which is the lion who has eagle's wings, so the UK and US are kind of combined there. Uh, they're one beast, pretty much. Um, the second beast takes over. Now he's raised up on one side and the Bible architect, um, I'm sorry, I forgot his name, but that's the name of his channel. Anyway, he believes that it has something to do with coming from the West or something like that. Tell me, do you have any thoughts about the bear being raised up on one side? I'll give you the historical view on why the bear was raised up on one side. Um, but now for this new prophetic nation, um, I don't know, maybe like it will be um, supported, supported almost, um, maybe by certain countries. There might be a support there why it's raised up on just one side. So that part I'm not too sure about. But the tie-in that is really interesting is he has three ribs in his mouth and the lion is taken out. So whose ribs do you think the bear has in his mouth? He has the lion's ribs. And here is the cool tie-in with Samson. So um, Samson, you'll find this whole story in Judges 13 and 14. And I'm sure you're familiar with the story. It's quite odd. Like, I mean, it's just different <laughs> when you hear the story. And I'm sure many of you have wondered about it. But Samson, he comes across a lion. This is just a brief synopsis. You can look in Judges 13 and 14. And he fights and kills this lion and um later he comes back and he finds the carcass opening open uh you know revealing its ribs and inside he finds a honeycomb and bees and he eats the honey you know um so this whole thing is quite strange right but listen to the tie-in so samson um can be looked at as a type and shadow of christ one thing, I won't give all the different pieces there, but one thing is he goes and gets a Gentile bride and he brings her back to his father's house. So this is like one thing, but there's many other things. Um, but in this, um, you have him um, defeating the lion. Now, 
God is in charge of the bear. God is in charge of all the, all the leaders. God is in charge of everything. So God can cause the bear. God can be the one destroying the lion. Um, sorry if you hear, I don't know if you hear a bunch of noise. My kids are literally running outside my door. Okay. Anyway, so he can, so basically Samson defeated the lion, destroyed the lion. This is about destroying, sadly, the UK, which in turn is destroying the US. You're destroying them. They're one beast. And inside that beast would be ribs. Inside the lion is ribs. And the bear, like Samson, came. And after destroying the lion, he would take the ribs. He'd have the spoils, the three ribs. Now, there could be other interpretations, but this is very interesting because the lion is gone with the eagle wings, and now you have the bear with three ribs. And in Samson, what does he find in the lion? He finds honey. What do bears eat? Bears eat honey. So you have a bear getting the spoils. He's got the honey out of the lion. He's got his ribs. And um, the Bible architect ties in bees with the rapture. I'm not sure. I don't know. Like my name actually, Deborah, means the bee. So I know he has some videos on Deborah and the bees and things like that. I'm really interested to find that out, but I, I just, I couldn't seem to find where he has that. But I know there's some study on that, which I'd find very interesting because that's actually my name. But at this point, um, I'm just talking about the honey. So um, the tie-in is that the bear is the second beast he takes out the first beast or God takes out the first beast because Samson being a tie-in to Christ is God. God takes out the first beast and who takes the spoils would be the bear. He gets the ribs. He takes the honey. Um, and that kind of brings you to this other verse that people have been confused about for a long time. Um, and it's been kind of a mystery. But here you have the carcass of a lion. And you think about this verse, it's Matthew 24, 28 says, for whosoever, for wheresoever the carcass is, there will the eagles be gathered together. This is a rapture verse. I have done a deep study on it. I have done a deep study, very, very deep. Um, the new versions of the Bible say where the carcass is, the, the vultures will be gathered. I have really, really researched this. I don't want to even, you can talk about it in the comments, but there's, I've, I've done the work. I just, I'm not doing it in this video. That is a wrong interpretation. Um, the eagles are like us. We'll have wings like eagles. You know, it says we will be, the believers are compared to eagles, not vultures. And vultures and carcasses, people think it's about Armageddon and eating dead bodies. But all the ancient virgins, the Geneva Bible, the King James, um, the Septuagint, like so many of them, they say eagles, not vultures. So in case you're wondering about this, um, a lot of people wonder about this verse. I believe God showed me it also ties into, it says like the carcass where the corpse is, the eagles will be gathered. It's almost like the dead in Christ meeting the eagles, you know, they will be gathered together, the carcass and the eagles. So there's that tie in there. Anyway, it's a very rapture verse. <laughs> so let's just leave it at that. But it also ties into the fact that Samson has this carcass and it's related to the four beasts where there's an eagle and a lion and a carcass and there's just a lot of, of a lot of tie-ins and then you have it over here as well. You have it in Luke 17 where the disciples are talking to Jesus about the rapture. It, if you read Luke 17, it's the verses where it says above this verse, it says, you know, one will be taken, one will be left. There will be two men, one will be taken, one will be left. Two women, one will be taken, one will be left. That's the rapture. And then it ends by saying, and they answered and said unto him, where Lord, where is this rapture? And he said unto them, wheresoever the body is, there thither will 
the eagles be gathered together. So you just have a lot of references with a body, a carcass, and eagles, and the rapture. So I personally didn't make that connection. I about um, Samson connected with the four beasts of Revelation and uh, all that. Uh, that would be the Bible architect. I just had the first connections which were related to obviously America being the eagle wings plucked off. Uh, you have a UK being the lion and then who comes next, the bear. And when you wonder about these, these ribs in his mouth, now that could be several things, interpretations. It could be countries that are nearby, different things, but it also could be the fact that he's literally eating from what was just taken out, the lion. Where do you see that? Samson, you see it in a, in a, in a strange story. It's just kind of like in there. He just kills this lion, you know, and it's just in there. And and the fact that a bear eats honey, he finds honey in the lion, the carcass is open, the three ribs, and these verses. You have several verses talking about where the carcasses, the eagles would be gathered. I mean, there is a lot of connection there. And I forgot to mention the four living creatures of um, Daniel, sorry, of Revelation. So there is a very similarity there because you have a lion and then there was a calf, there's um, a eagle and a man. And you have the four beasts of Revelation where you have the lion has eagle's wings and it stands like a man. So the calf part, I'm not too sure of, but you have the three of them there, you have that connection. So um, again, in the video, I'll link, he has some more information on that. I didn't want to get into too deep um, and I don't have my own extra interpretation on it, but this is kind of fulfilling some of the things that I already knew when I did this really long study about where the carcasses there, the eagles will be gathered, that being the rapture, a type, in, a type of that. And um, also when I knew right away, it felt like, hey, you got these symbolic creatures linked with nations today. How does this fit in? But when he tied in the bear eating the ribs from the lion, it's like, so So the lion is going to be taken out. The lion and the eagle's wings and the probably countries that are uh, tied in with them to make room for new kingdoms. I mean, this is just how it goes. This is the Bible and this is how it's always gone. And I will show you how in the ancient past, these things have already been fulfilled, but they are not finished. It was just like a type and shadow of the final fulfillment. Um, but yeah, you have these four living creatures, which are very similar to that first beast. Now, what he's saying is the first beast being the lion um, of Revelation that he's saying he believes it started off as a good beast. Like, it was given favor and stuff like the four living creatures are good, obviously. So the lion, it had, there's a lion and eagle and you got the man. And that is literally what, what, what it's saying. It's, it's, it was initially a lion. It had eagle's wings that got plucked off and it stood like a man. I mean, there is that similarity. So he has the thought that this have, could have been a good beast. <laughs> you know, um, there's a calf involved with the living creatures and I don't know how he ties that in yet. Just like I don't understand why the bear was lifted up on one side. I do know and I'll explain to you the historical reason for it. Um, but anyway, this all to be said is I had a lot of tie-ins that I had like or things that I had from the past that I feel like new revelation has been given because we're one body, many parts. And so like it connected some pieces for me. I love this verse where the Bible says it is the glory of God to conceal a thing, but the honor of kings to search out a matter. So this is a beautiful verse and it just, you know, we will be kings and priests and it's not for everybody because he conceals the matter. It's his glory only for kings to search it out. So this is what we're doing right now. Um, these are hidden things. The books are being opened. <laughs> things are being revealed. Knowledge is being increased. And um, I just think that was so cool with Samson. Like 
honestly, like the tie-in with bears eat honey, Samson, that random happens as he, it seems random. It's not obviously, but you know, killing this lion, coming back later to its carcass. And you have all these carcass verses with the eagles gathered together. And then he's eating the honey out of it and, you know, taking the spoils from it and just so many types and shadows, just really, really cool. But now let me get into quickly before I talk about just present day events, the historical meaning to these beasts. So many will argue and say, hey, this already happened, but it there's a prophetic ending here. So um, here you have uh, Daniel 2, it talks about the big statue, but then in Daniel 7, it talks about the beast. So people believe that Babylon was the lion with the wings, Medo-Persia was the bear, uh, and it was lifted up on one side because Medo-Persia, one kingdom was greater than the other. I think like the Medo to the Persian or something. And then the leopard was Greece. Oh, I forgot to talk about the leopard. And then the last kingdom was Rome. Now, I'll come back to Greece, but or to the leopard, sorry. But it is interesting that Rome, when you look at the statue, his um, his feet and legs turn, it, like Rome never really leaves because it's clay mixed with iron and the clay legs never they mingle into the toes if you guys know about the Daniel 2 statue it's like it never disperses it just kind of breaks up so it's almost like it just continues so you could think oh these are the four beasts it has nothing to do with uh, Russia it has nothing to do with UK it has nothing to do with US but no because if you continue to read on which I'll show you the verse later if you continue to go on to Daniel 7 that last beast can't just be Rome I mean it has to be it talks about 10 kingdoms it talks about the little horn it talks about um you know well, the whole thing, basically the Antichrist kingdom. So yes, it's probably intermingled. There's a tie-in where Rome never dies in a way. And it's just like mingled into society and then reborn in a way. Not reborn, just never leaves. But at the same time, it can't have been fully fulfilled because there hasn't been the Ten Kingdoms and the Little Horn. So we have what I think is types and shadows. I think this did represent these kingdoms. I probably did. Um, Babylon, Medo-Persia, Greece, and Rome but I think it also, it, it's, it repeats itself, just like Antiochus Epiphanes, he went in, he desecrated the temple, but he wasn't the final Antichrist because he doesn't fulfill all the things. It didn't happen. Like, in, like Jesus didn't come back and bring, you know, the millennial reign. Like, this hasn't happened. So my point is types and shadows, re they repeat themselves and things like that. So these whole things were fulfilled, but clearly... Clearly, there is nations now that are fulfilling them very, very nicely. You have, who's leading the world? The UK and, and US, the lion and the eagle. And then you have the bear. Look at what's happening. So I forgot, I didn't mention and talk about the next beast, which was the leopard. So the Bible architect had some thoughts. I actually don't have thoughts on it. Um, the leopard obviously was back then known as Greece. We know the leopard is linked with the Antichrist and stuff like that. So there's obviously like, prob he believes it's a many, um, it's not countries, it's not a country, but it's more like organizations that are going to lead the world. Um, so yeah, that I'll leave at that, the leopard. Um, but inevitably we're not there. We're kind of at the bear right now where one kingdom's ending and the next one is beginning. I just wanted to read you the end of Daniel 7. It says, And the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High, whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, 
and all dominions shall serve and obey him. I mean, it ends so beautifully and it ends Daniel 7, 27, which actually means rapturous, rapturous. It's like a type of rapture and it means the ark. So in one, I think in Greek, it means rapturous. And then I think Hebrew, it means the ark, which you think of like the ark of um, Noah, you know, get on the ark. So it ends very well, all this kingdom stuff, which is, this is a beautiful picture. So that's that with all the cool tie-ins and all the connections. And I hope you found that interesting. And it just shows you when you really want to dig and seek the Lord and pray on things, you get like really cool mysteries. Um, and it's really fun. So let's move on to more present day stuff. I wanted to talk about the new START treaty or the START treaty that uh, Putin just said he's suspending. So I'm sure you guys know a lot of what's going on with regards to the speeches that have been given between um, all the different leaders and all the things. But um, with Putin, the main thing, uh, the main takeaway that I saw was that he's um, post or he's suspending this treaty. Now he said he's not canceling it, but uh, so if you don't know what it is, it's basically a nuclear agreement between the U.S. and Russia or the Soviet Union, I guess. Um, but what it says is the treaty between the United States of America and the Russian Federation on measures for the further reduction and limitation of strategic offensive arms, also known as the New START Treaty, enhances U.S. national security by placing verifiable limits on all Russian-deployed intercontinental range nuclear weapons. Is that the word? Continental. Yeah. Um, the United States and the Russian Federation have agreed to extend the treaty through February 4th, 2026. Now, that's what they were planning, but they have suspended it. What this sounds like is uh, Putin is basically saying, we're not playing by your rules. And yes, our nu nuclear capabilities are not going to be monitored. They're not going to be limited. This is it. We're, I mean, they're basically saying this, you know, it's going to get nuclear. I'm bringing all this up because, well, one, today is the, what I think it's today's February 23rd. I think it's the one year anniversary of the war beginning, which I find very Interesting that I'm making the video on this day, but it's like the one year anniversary, you know, things take longer than we expect, but at the same time, when it all happens, we're going to be like, wow, this is really happening. Like, you know, that's just how it is. So, um, yeah, it's the one year anniversary and I wanted to tie it in with all this stuff that was pretty cool with the, with the book of Daniel so that we see that this all makes sense with the current nations that we're with and this is what's happening and this is like we're not in the dark here but even though this is all like bad news for the world um we are looking for this we're looking for this everlasting kingdom that if you put your faith in christ then you will receive and um yeah so that's pretty much it. I mean, it's a blessed hope. And that's when I was tying in the verses from Luke and Matthew and stuff like that. Uh, you know, the eagles and just being gathered together. And it's just an amazing thing that's going to happen. But at the same time, you know, we're just still in this world. And so I'm just reporting on this stuff. And I wanted to show you those cool tie-ins with Samson. That was just, wow, that stuff was just really amazing. And these kingdoms of the world, even the beaver. <laughs> I, I got to look up, is the beaver in the Bible? <laughs> I mean, what? Anyway, so yeah, these tie-ins um, are super cool and these kingdoms, you know, they're going to come down. And and just as Samson killed the lion, I do feel like that's important to know that these leaders are being, are, they're all under, you know, 
it's part of God's plan there. He knows what's going on. He's in control. And um, even if he uses nations to take out other nations, like a bear to the lion, you know, or the eagle, it's still him behind it. You know what I mean? Like he is, he is orchestrating because these nations have turned on him. They may have started out good in some way, some of them, some point, you know, <laughs> maybe even not, but maybe at least in some way, like they were a refuge for the Jews. The United States was a refuge for the Jews. Um, they, you know, so yeah, anyway, the point is he's in control. It's going to play out like it says, and we're watching it and you still have people fast asleep in the church and believing like, oh, it's a war. You know, I think they're looking at it like it says there'll be wars and rumors of wars, but be not troubled. Yes, I know there is that. And yes, there's always been wars, but the convergence people, the convergence, there is all the things. And since I started, you know, God's led me to preach end times in 2018, the convergence has sped up so fast and so much more than it's like the industrial revolution yes there was advances and then all of a sudden boom there sometimes it just speeds up and you have everything you have the inflation you have the war you have the pestilence you have the beastism you have it all at once very fast and very strong and there's been so many visions of world war three starting the tribulation so anyway i'm preaching to the choir mostly but yeah you still have people sleeping away like planning their vacation, their 10 year, you know, 10 year away goals or 20 years down the road goals. They're just planning, 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 sleeping, sleeping, planning, uh, eating, drinking, married and given in marriage. And I get, I'm not saying to stop everything you're doing, but at the same time, like what don't you see what's going on? <laughs> so anyway, I just wanted to share all this with you guys. I think it's really interesting. And, um, yeah, this is the one year anniversary of this war. It's very sad and very horrible. This is kind of how it's going to go down. Nations have turned on God. They don't want him. Uh, people have are just involved in every debauchery and every kind of evil thing you can think of from all generations ever. And eventually judgment has to come. So that's just what this is. But just like he's pulled, you know, People went out of many, uh, God's pulled people out many other times. Like he's pulled Noah, he pulled Lot, um, he pulled Rahab, he pulled, oh yeah, actually, yes, in Ezekiel. Actually, the Lord has been leading me to read Ezekiel. I've been going through Ezekiel and he said, you know, when he, Ezekiel is all about judgment and he, this is amazing. This is just hitting me. The Lord is showing me to read Ezekiel because in Ezekiel, he talks about not um, I'm going to have to go back and find that, but he talks about not of to, to, um, spare those who serve him in the time when Israel was under judgment in the days of Ezekiel, he spares those. If you look on the screen, I found the verse. So just check that out right now. Anyway, my point is he does that. Like, yes, Christians die. Yes, people die, but he also rescues. It's just what he does. Um, if you look in the description box, I wrote a book and God led me to write it back in 2019 when he started me on this journey. And it's called Hero, the God Who Saves. It's about a rescue, but it's not all about the rapture. The book is actually just really inspiring. It's very short, only 77 pages. And I didn't even make it to be 77. When it got published, it just came to my door at 77 pages. Like, that's just what happened. And that seems like a really good number. Anyway, so you have that. And also, um, it's for, like, I put it in my leaving behind box. Like, I have a box for being left behind. And so it's also for that purpose, too, to leave behind after rapture, but also to um, help people now, to give to family and friends because it's short, things like that. But he rescues. He's a hero. So... Yeah, even though this is really doom and gloom, um, there is 
so much to be excited for. So yeah, hope that was interesting to you. Hope that blessed you. I'll link that the Bible Architects video. Um, and I find it interesting that his name is the Bible Architect because I think of the Ark. So yeah, get on the Ark. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I guess I'll talk to you guys in the next video. Or if not, I will hopefully see you in the air. Until next time, God bless and shalom.